Welcome everyone. This is Arthur Suggs. On behalf of Pastor Metz and your church leaders, thank you very much for accepting this invitation to our Wednesday evening Bible study via podcast during this unprecedented time of social distancing. Let us begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word, your creation, and most of all, your loving kindness. Lord, help us to interpret your word correctly, and please allow your word to prepare us for your humble service. What we are going through now is truly a humbling experience for us all. Lord, we ask that you allow this humbling effect on us to translate into more intentionally being humble towards our neighbors. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. Our scripture for this Wednesday comes from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. And I will be reading from the NIV version, if you would like to follow along. Here is the reading from Philippians. Paul says, In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place, and gave him the name that is above every name. That is the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. In his letter to the church in Philippi, Paul was doing his best to make sure the Philippians were following Christ. Now I've learned that most scholars consider verses 6 through 11 to be an early Jesus group hymn or psalm derived from a worship setting. Paul quotes it here because it fits the point he is making to describe the mind of Christ. The procedure of citing traditional pieces is not unknown in Paul's letters. He also did this in his letter to the Thessalonians, Corinthians, as well as Romans. In Middle Eastern culture, the ability to cite traditional pieces appropriately is a mark of honor and an indication of true manliness. Who would have known? This characteristic of manliness is on par with enduring physical punishment without crying. Had it not been for Logos Bible Study software 
and a free resource such as Bible Project, I would have never known these cultural nuances that help put passages like this into cultural perspective. First of all, I would not have recognized those verses as a hymn and certainly not known it would have been manly to cite traditional pieces such as this hymn. You've heard me say it before, but it's worth repeating. Jesus said, follow me 22 times in as many verses of the Bible. In the Amplified Version, follow me is translated as, let me be your guide. What does this mean for us today? Jesus used his relationship with God to benefit others. He did not exploit his relationship with God by being boastful. As a matter of fact, Jesus humbled himself even to becoming obedient to death. Have you wondered during these trying times if you will turn inward and go into self-preservation mode? Or if you will humble yourself and think of how you can help your neighbor? I'm reminded of the many occasions I have heard Carl Taylor recite these words prior to his sermons. And now let it be more of you and less of me, God. I'm sure you have heard him say this prior to his sermons. Pastor Metz begins most of his sermons with a verse from Psalm 19, verse 14. Let me read these familiar words to you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. What Pastor Carl and Pastor Tony do prior to their sermons is a wonderful example of humbling themselves, as well as a reminder for us to be humble before God as we worship him. You ever heard someone say, or possibly you've said it before, it's the norm, so I'm just going to go along with the flow. What would have been the norm for a first century Jew? Well, certainly not the upside-down kingdom Jesus was claiming and teaching. Can you imagine what people were thinking after they heard Jesus' Sermon on the Mount? The norm would have been superiority over weakness and boastfulness over humility. Jesus was truly changing the cultural flow of what it looked like to get along with each other. Jesus arrived in humble beginnings. He taught love, and he left many disciples that spoke of his love, grace, and humility. This is recapped in the following verses. In the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Also in the Gospel of John, chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, one of my favorites, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. 
And finally, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4, this is what Paul had to say. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. These three verses were not what first century Middle Easterners would have called the norm. Thanks to Jesus, the norm was changing. Oh, and how about Jesus washing the feet of his disciples? Wow, talk about humbling himself. Well, guess what? Our culture has changed over the last century, and sadly, not for the better. Or at least we have not become a more humble people. I just recently finished reading a book by David Brooks titled, the road to character. And near the end of the book, David writes about the age of the selfie. Here are some observations and statistics from this book. People have become less empathetic, or at least they display less empathy in how they describe themselves. A University of Michigan study found that today's college students score 40% lower than their predecessors in the 1970s in their ability to understand what another person is feeling. The biggest drop came in the years after 2000. Public language has also become demoralized. Google has a method, not surprising, right? To measure word usage across media. Google scans the contents of books and publications going back decades. You can type in a word and see over the years which words have been used more frequently and which less frequently. Over the past few decades, there have been a sharp rise in the usage of individualist words and phrases like self and personalized. I come first. I can do it myself. And a sharp decline in community words like community, share, united, and common good. The use of words having to do with economics and business have increased, while the language of morality and character building is in decline. Usage of words like character, conscience, and virtue all declined over the course of the 20th century. Usage of the word bravery has declined 66% over the course of the 20th century. Gratitude is down 49%. Humbleness is down 52%. And kindness is down 56%. To me, this points to a cultural turning away, if you will, from the upside down kingdom that Jesus would have us follow. We are called to accept Jesus' invitation to humble ourselves and follow him and live in his grace-filled world and to honor him by extending his grace to all people. I know when you hear an invitation like that, it can be overwhelming to think we are being called to extend grace to all people. How you humble yourself is a personal decision. 
but I would invite you to search your heart for ways to be more intentionally humble during this time. Who knows, it may become a habit, and if so, that would certainly be growing into Jesus's invitation to follow him. I would not invite you to do something that I was not going to do myself. So I promise to practice intentional humbling each day until social distancing is a thing of the past. If you need any help or support during this journey, please feel free to reach out to me. And now may God pour out his rich blessings on you now and forevermore. Amen. Go in peace and serve the Lord.